My name is Leo Black. I'm an artist, producer, DJ based in Los Angeles. How does that how does that look? I mean you look good. I look good? Alright, cool. Running through the city with the tie down. Got my chick with me, rolling a lot. Fucking up a check with a squad now. Loving every minute. How'd you get into music? Um, I got into music just as uh just as a hobby, you know. Um growing up is something that was in my household. Uh, just from a young and just a toddler, just my mom, you know, my parents, everyone just listening to music. What does a typical Monday look like for you? A Monday looks like for me, uh, it depends if I'm on tour or not, if I'm in the studio or not, you know, if I'm just dealing with regular everyday shit that everybody does, like going to the DMV or some shit, you know, like I still got to do it everyday people shit as well. But um, it just it depends what type of space I'm in. Can I cuss, by the way? Or? Yeah, that's fine. All right, cool, cool. What's the best part about living in L.A.? Uh, the best part about living in L.A. is just the convenience of everything. You know, uh, me being an artist, it's just where everything is at as far as talent, entertainment. Like, just yesterday, I'm at Warner Brothers Studios, you know, and then from there, I go support my homie to a, a party at the W in Hollywood, you know. From there, I'm, like, going to, like, an after party, that my friend had, and then you wake up like 6 a.m. in the morning, you go to get ready, 8 a.m. you're at a cafe, got a brunch, and then from there you can just go to the beach, it's like a 20-minute drive away, go like Redondo, Malibu, Manhattan, chill on the beach, smoke a blunt, chill, like, you know, look at the ocean, get away from shit, come back, the studio's right there. Like, for me, it's just the convenience. Um, the worst part about living in L.A. is the traffic, I gotta say, because the traffic is fucking crazy, bro. Like, I try not to go anywhere during rush hour from, like, if it's, like, between 8 and 10 a.m. or from, like, 3 to 6 p.m., I try not to drive anywhere because, like, you would be in traffic for hours for, like, uh, somewhere that's five miles away. You can be sitting in traffic for easily two hours, you know. How would I describe the L.A.? Music industry, I would consider it, um, it depends, you know, it depends. It depends on what, what type of artist you are. You know, me, I'm predominantly like a touring artist. That's where I got like my, uh, my sound, my fan base, everything I learned was on the road. So I learned from doing it from performances, you know, but in LA you got artists who are also like they're studio artists, like they're studio rats. Like they'd be in the studio all day and they make songs. They may be songwriters for other artists. They may never leave the, uh, the studio, never tour, um, but they're making money. They're making their money in the studio, you know. Or you got artists who are like big on YouTube, you know, and then that's all they do is like post content on YouTube where there's music videos and like skits and shit like that. So it's just different ways to get, but I feel like once you like add all those elements together, that's what makes like a superstar, you know. Man, I swear I love my squad. I love my team. All I know my bros loyal. These woes loyal. And if you want it, we go. And if you want it, we go. Let's go, man. I swear I love my squad. I love my team. I love my team. All I know my bros loyal. These walls loyal. And if you want it, we go. What's it like being on tour? Uh, man, it is fun for me. At least while you're young, it's still fun, you know. <laughs> but shit, right now it's just it's fun. Um, it's also like. You got to know time management, you know, that's the biggest thing, like catching your flights on time, showing up to the venues for time for sound check, performances on time, because 
it's bigger than you, you know, when you're on tour. It's, a, it's about your team, but also you got to look out for the promoters. You got to look out for the talent buyers. You got to look out for management. You just got to make sure that, you know, you, you pull through and you get shit done. Whatever you're responsible for, you get it done. But also, like, take care of your health on the road, too, because that's something that could be crazy. Like, when you're on the road, it's easy to just, like, eat fast food every day, you know. Um, but that's something you got to watch out for, like, still maintaining a healthy lifestyle on the road, you know, not drinking every day, even though you might have some liquor on your rider every day, you know, but it's like taking it easy on that, still hitting the gym, you know, bring some workout clothes and shit, um, you know, eat healthy. If you go to fast food spots, try to pick up a salad every now and then, you know, instead of always getting like a big ass quarter pounder with cheese or some shit. <laughs> Who's the coolest person you have ever met? Uh, the coolest person I met definitely had to be Snoop Dogg, you know, I met him a couple years back, actually, and it was on a set of one of his movie premieres. Um, this one, he was like going by Snoop Lion. I don't know if you remember that. Like, he changed his name to Snoop Lion and shit. While back, he had this movie premiere when he was like off in Jamaica or some island. And when I sat there and I saw him, you know, in the movie premiere, he was like on the step and go and shit. He was like big as day, you know, he was like stood like 10 feet tall to me, you know, and I just walked up, hey, what's up, bro? And of course he didn't know who I was, but he pretended like, hey, that's you, <laughs> you know, and just like, he's a cool ass, he's a cool ass celebrity. What's the most challenging part about what you do? The most challenging, um, I would say being consistent no matter what happens, you know, like everybody deals with shit. So sometimes you may not want to wake up and go to the studio and write a song, or you may not want to wake up and, and do a show. Um, you may not want to wake up and go to like a press conference, photo shoot, music video shoot, even though how glamorous that shit seems, but you might have had like somebody in your family just pass away, or you might be having health problems, or you might be going through some real shit, you know, and you may not want to do it, but at the same time, you realize this is what you signed up for, so... Just like keep that shit consistent, never give up, never quit. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? In 10 years, I see myself a CEO, you know, a boss, um, but also like giving back to my community, you know, and giving back to the culture who, uh, you know, helped me, you know, build the foundation that I am. So um, definitely being able to provide and uh, being a boss and owner, owning my, you know, owning my art, owning my creativity. So Post Malone's new album is titled Hollywood's Bleeding. What do you think the meaning is behind this? Hollywood's bleeding, vampires feeding, darkness turns to dust. Everyone's gone, but no one's leaving, nobody left but us. Well, bleeding. Actually, I just did an interview with Dame Dash. I don't know if you remember Dame Dash. Um, but he said something like, you know, your dream is bleeding. And he, when he refers to that, he meant, like, spending money, you know. So it was like, this is what I'm passionate about. But, you know, when you're pursuing your dream, it's bleeding. I don't know what it's like to not spend 30000 to 100000 a month on my dream, investing in it, paying people's salary, paying for rent for my studio, all these different things that I invest in. But if I'm spending a million, two million a year on my dream, I better be getting that back because it's an investment. So four or five million, you know, that same year, the year after, I better be getting that back because it's all investing in your dream. So I think what Post Malone was referring to when he said Hollywood bleeding is just like 
basically he's bleeding Hollywood for, you know, for that guap, for that cash, you know. Uh, a crazy story about Post Malone, I fucking actually met Post Malone before he blew up. Um, it was like this house in the hills and um, this it was like, it's like a fucking six, seven, eight bedroom mansion. Um, but it's like 20 people standing there, majority artists. And then you got like artist managers and shit. It's like a hub for our upcoming artists. And he was like sleeping in the closet, bro. And then he was like playing guitar and shit. And I'm like, hey, who's that? And then his, my homie's like, that's Post Malone. He's going to be big, bro. He's going to fucking blow up. Like a couple years later, a year later, not even that, probably he dropped like White Iverson, went on tour with Justin Bieber. And then now he's like headlining his own Justin Bieber tours, like in arenas and shit. So, and that's also like a, a cool thing you get to see in LA. Like, and that's why I'm just cool and nice to everybody <laughs> because you never know, bro. You can meet somebody working at Subway and then like two months, a year later, they can be the biggest fucking star ever. You know, that's just LA. That's just, it's just the opportunity. It's just what happens. Any final words? Well, my name is Leo Black. I'm an artist, producer, DJ. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, social media, uh, school Leo Black, R L E O B L X K. Yo, excited, my boy, Steven. I've been keeping updated with what you've been doing for a while now. I just want to say I'm proud of you, bro. Thank Keep you, up man. the good work, G.